Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Famcast Extra, episode 125. Number. It seems like it should be a milestone episode, but uh, it is the least milestone-y movie we could have watched. It's like a kilometer pebble. <laughs> right, yeah. because it's Canada. Right, yeah. Metric system. Mm-hmm. I'm Chuck. I'm Harlow. We're not Canadian. Uh, not today. But everything involving this week's movie is pretty fucking Canadian. Yeah. Uh, it Sorry is, about that. Uh, the the poll decided that we should watch Universal Soldier 2 Brothers in Arms uh-huh. from 1998. Now let me let you in on a little secret about this okay. Universal Soldier movie. Uh-huh. Uh, it was made for the movie channel. Yeah. Do you remember the movie channel? Yeah. Still exists. Oh, it does? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought that like HBO, Cinemax, and Stars were the only things that survived on the pay movie things. Yep. So movie channel is still a thing. Okay, yep. great. It is It is basically where the movies from Showtime end up the month after. Mm. Like, when they leave the Showtime schedule, they, oh, they drop yeah. down to the movie channel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, this is uh, made for pay cable. Um, my understanding is that they wanted Van Damme for the longest time to make a sequel. Mm-hmm. And he said no. So, they said, fuck you. We'll make two direct-to-cable sequels for mm-hmm. the movie channel. Right. And then the very next year, he made a sequel to Universal Soldier. So hmm. uh, these are soon to be erased from existence. But for us, they are fresh on our minds. <laughs> yeah, so fresh. Uh, we should go ahead and say that uh, none of the characters, none of the none of the actors from the first Universal Soldier reprise their roles oh, in this. But all the characters. And, yes. And then some. Yes. Uh, the movie... Uh, the movie go- opens with recreating the ending yeah. of the first one. It recreates that, so we we can get used to these characters. Um, and yeah, so not Van Damme kills, not uh, uh, that other guy. Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> right. <laughs> I see. I'm so broken. Like I, I forgot Dolph, our patron saint. Yes. This, that's, this, that's what this movie did to me. Yeah. And, and imagine, with all of Dolph's shitty direct-to-video bullshit, mm-hmm. he's not in this. Like, granted, he's not a character after the first opening scene, but I... Doesn't he return to Universal Soldier at some point? Yes. Like, how does that work? Because... Oh, I can't wait to... That's one reason I wanted to do oh, this. Oh, okay. Because, like, you know, he's yeah. he's putting a wood chipper at yes. the end of the first he movie. He's blended and... into a puree. Yeah. Um, so, you get uh, a Mr. Matt Battaglia <laughs> as the new Luke Devereaux. Yep. He sounds like he's from Texas and also dumb. Yeah, see, that's that's one of the things I, I asked a little ways into this movie, because mm-hmm. I think we had a debate when we watched the original Universal Soldier we about, did. okay, they're not robots. We thought they were robots, but they're not robots. They're right. just people that are sort of like winter soldiered. Yeah. Um, Their memories are wiped. Yeah. And... But then in this one, it's like, no, he's pretty much a robot and he's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That is correct. Because it's all beep boop, what is love? Yes. Baby, don't hurt me. <laughs> it is a lot of that. Uh, because thankfully, another character they decided to bring back is the reporter lady, whose name is Veronica something. I just want to call her Veronica Corningstone. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they decided, hey, let's continue that story. Because this movie basically picks up five minutes after the end of the actual movie. Yeah, they're like you get the recreation of the, the scene from the end of the first one, mm-hmm. and then it's... They're hanging out with the Devereaux yeah. family. Yeah, they're like, you know, he's in a tub of ice, and then it's like, again, the what is love? Yep. Um, and let's try kissing. Let's try kissing, and a bunch of dumb shit about that. Yep. Uh, and then it's just like, 
there's other things happening, but like I'll just continue with the 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 Luke Devereaux story here. Okay, is he's just kind of there, and then is like, I must go. My people need me mm-hmm. because he just leaves. They they the dudes in the truck a different truck because they blew up the first truck in the first movie. Mm-hmm. Other dudes, um, <laughs> they managed to restart his tracker, and they recall him back to base. No. Here's here's one thing about this movie, and there's plenty about it I can say. Mm-hmm. He comes and goes out of robot mode whenever it's convenient. Yes, because you know he's in the tub, and they're like practicing kissing, and she's explaining how jokes work and stuff like that. And then he's like, "I do not understand humor, but uh-huh. I think I want to keep kissing you, Veronica Corningstone." Um, but then it's like his mom's making corned beef hash his mm-hmm. like favorite thing and then he's all like h- hugging on her like a normal person yeah just hanging on her like hey mom what's you making yeah it's i'm gonna sneak beef. some of that food corned beef hash yeah. all right i like that put it and then there. then we get a story that uh his uh, again there's other things happening we'll get to the soldiers and their their shenanigans in a second yes. it's it's cutting back and forth but we find out that he had a brother yep. who went to vietnam in like 1958 Yes, because <laughs> he was killed in 1959. What they say, his mom said that he, the Veronica Corningstone picks up a photo of a 40 year old man and a 10 year old child, mm-hmm. and Go, she, who's this? Yeah, and it's like, oh, that's uh, Luke's older brother Eric. He died in Vietnam. That's mm-hmm. the phrase that she says. Now, that is technically accurate and can be, but like you, immediately your brain goes, wait, hold on. He died in the Vietnam War, and then this, this, Luke was nine. And then, like, 10 years later, went to the Vietnam War and also died. What? He was also 30 in that movie? I, I just... Yeah it, yeah. it instantly starts, and you your brain could go, okay, well, let's see. We had advisors in Vietnam way before it was a war, blah, blah, blah. But just, like, your brain immediately goes, no. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> Plus the age discrepancy between the two of them. It's like, wait, what? Yeah. Um, yes. But Because we also get, at some point, we get a flashback sequence to, like, they're putting him on a train to go to war. Um, and, <laughs> and yeah, like little Luke is like dressed like a kid from the fifties, bow tie yes. and mm-hmm. all this dumb shit. And it's like, yeah, um, yeah. Cause we find out later the brother died in Vietnam in 1959. Yeah. It's clearly on screen and on a gravestone. Not like not 1969 when no. it would have made sense. No, 59, 59. And again, you and I both understand that, like, CIA involvement and there was a, a civil war happening long before America yes. got officially involved. Yeah, before we just dumped humans into that right. war. But they clearly show that it was, like, military combat, out full-out war with American troops. No. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, done fucked up, Canada. <laughs> you don't know when shit happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway... Now there's there's two Devereaux that we as soon as they introduce the photo, you're like, oh, here we go. Uh huh. So there's that. Yep. Two Devereaux. Right. Um, meanwhile. Uh, so the uh, U.S. government has officially disbanded the Universal Soldier Program because shit went wrong, mm-hmm. obviously, two days ago. Yep. Uh, but the people in charge aren't having it. And there's a shadowy figure in an office that we see for the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Who is Burt Reynolds? Yep. Uh, Burt Reynolds. Let's flashback two years before this movie, roughly, uh, when he was making Boogie Nights. Burt Reynolds desperately wanted to use an Irish accent for his character in Boogie Nights. And uh, the director was like, no, that sucks. Don't you dare. And that's one of the reasons why Burt Reynolds hates Boogie Nights, is because they wouldn't let him do what he wanted to do. 
So he decided he was going to use his Irish accent in this movie. And it's fucking terrible. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just imagine Burt Reynolds. Uh, imagine Norm Macdonald doing Burt Reynolds with a vague Irish accent. And that's what you get here. It's just every so often uh, he will say a phrase with an Irish accent. And you're just like, what the hell? Yeah. But he is in shadow the entire time. He is not officially introduced to the very end because he will appear in the third film. But he has a lackey in this movie who is played by Gary Busey. And he is in charge currently of the Gone Rogue Universal Soldier program Mm -hmm. for some reason that eventually involves Asian assassins and diamonds. Well, all right. So his first official act is that they need to make more Universal Soldiers. Yes. So he has called three top army dudes to this quarry in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. His helicopter touches down. They don't know each other. They're just all like they all have the same packet. It's like told me to show up here at, you know. 2200 hours or whatever bullshit yes. he lands and goes like hey gentlemen uh you're the best of the army has to offer and then pulls out a gun and goes blam blam and kills them all yeah and he's like all he right. actually shoots them he doesn't say blam blam <laughs> <laughs> it's just more fun for his, Gary his gun Busey. doesn't shout at busey <laughs> blam, blam. <laughs> gotcha. it just shoots mini gary busey's at them yeah. hey yeah. i bite you with my teeth uh, yeah little, little teeth come out <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, he's busey uh, bullets. So yes, they're now they're at the point like okay, ah oh, god, like there's so many, there's so much dumb about this movie. Like it's a real dumb way to re- recruit new Universal soldiers because okay, yeah. first of all, one let's say fine, no troops have died anywhere in the world, and you've decided you want these three dudes to be your next Universal soldiers. Just put them on a gurney and shoot them up with drugs mm-hmm. to kill them. You, you don't drag them out to an airfield and bullet just bullet held them to death. I mean, that just why? Yeah. Why? Why? I mean, I understand that the Universal Soldier program repairs wounds and all that stuff. But why start out with fucked up wounds to begin with? I mean, OK, so I will say this. Yes, people die in the military all the time and you have a never ending supply of of bodies. <laughs> but let's face it. Also, the ones that typically die aren't the best (laughs) like the ones that keep living are kind of the better soldiers but you're right you could just make up something like you know tell them a captain america story like hey we're gonna make you better and then just you know inject them and kill them with lethal injection and then you know do your universal soldier things to them yeah but breaking news Dolph Lundgren was not one of the best in Vietnam he's a fucking mental patient true true (laughs) that's right they do have a history of recruiting the weird Colonel Kurtz people that go nuts all they want is for you to have muscles sure okay fine But they don't want the guys for they don't want the guy from Iron Eagle 2 (laughs) Mari Chicken (laughs) they don't want him as a universal soldier right they just want you to be buff. Sure, sure. So anyway, yeah, they yeah, got so, three new Universal Soldiers. So yeah, the Universal Soldier them up, and uh, so Luke is like just fucked off and left. You he know, did, yeah, he, he did, hopped he, on a train and is going back to the Universal Soldier people. Yes, uh, apparently in Chicago. in Chicago from Louisiana. Yeah, air quotes Louisiana, which has somehow become like Pennsylvania mm-hmm. slash by way of Canada because there's snow everywhere. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. So here's another thing that makes you question the uh, nope, that's not when the Vietnam War happens, because as Veronica is going to leave the farm, dad's like, well, she's like, hey, can I take your pickup truck? He's like, I got something better. Mm -hmm. Takes her out to the barn and produces that he bought a, let's say, somewhere between 68 and 72 Pontiac GTO that he bought when he left, when Eric left for the Vietnam War, he was going to fix it up and have it ready for him when he came back. Mm -hmm. Then he died. So it's just been sitting in a barn since then. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
no way is this a <laughs> well there i don't think there was pontiac gto's in the 50s so no way is this car from the 50s so it's another, yet another thing that makes you go uh are you sure you didn't mean to write 69 and you just kept going with the wrong year on the on the death of date death mm. you know d- yeah. death date whatever death date um but anyway, uh, uh, so then they started you- making that car in 1964. Uh-huh. From this picture on Wikipedia, it looks like a 1969 Pontiac GTO. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be 69. He died in Vietnam because that would be accurate and win this car and all the things. Yeah. Anywho, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so the, she's got this car now and is first goes to the train station, finds out where he was going because he bartered with his little temperature sensor thing. Like he bartered with this train uh, guy, and like <sighs> I traded my watch for a train ticket, and he's like, "It doesn't even tell time." Yeah. And she's like, "It's an insulin device. I'll buy his ticket. Just tell me where he went." Mm-hmm. Um, and then gets back in the car, and it's just like chasing the train in this GTO. Then there's like, because this movie just doesn't know what to do. There's a little side story where they plop a, a little girl traveling by herself Ugh. alongside Luke Devereaux on the train, and then he's backed into robot mode of like. I do not understand because she's like chewing gum. He's like, how does gum work? Ha ha. You know, she gives him like a stuffed animal. And he's like, this is a weird armament. How does it shoot? Yeah. Yeah. yeah nothing comes from no, that. No, I no, can no. only imagine maybe that will come up in the third one, but also it's not going to. No, absolutely not. <laughs> but yeah, there's a, like we waste more time with that. Yep. And then he's in Chicago and she's followed him. And he's just immediately accosted by the people sent to pick him up and they escort him to a car and he gets in and they go drive to a boat. Yep, and in the Chicago Chicago Harbor. Yeah, and then they mind wipe him. You know, like it's like, oh, yes. And then, then your mind starts wondering, like, okay, well, so he's going to be the bad guy because they've they wiped him, they rewipe him, and he's back in the soldier program. Yep, and she's followed him through all this and sneaks onto the army base by accosting the, the one lady soldier taking her uniform mm-hmm. and of course she has all the access to all the secret things so yes. she basically this gets one perimeter guard has yes. the ultimate access to this base yeah and so she is able to sneak all the way into like the actual deep freeze where the other universal soldiers are and finds eric Devereaux mm-hmm. and wakes him up and then we get more awkward like he's naked and making duck face wake up stuff man he is interpretive dancing his way through the vietnam war as mm-hmm. he wakes up uh it's jeff wincott by the way who was the star of a bamcast movie that you don't remember anything i of. don't remember i only shit. remember a gif because i made it yeah. uh he was the star of mission of justice he did a lot of martial arts movies in the early 90s why n- none of that plays into this i don't know because apparently he has skills to fight but there's none of that in this movie but anyway he's michael wincott's brother and there's just a lot of ties to our kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And he has charisma. Like, this dude has charisma, and you're thinking, oh, okay, like you were saying, he's the new lead, and now he's the main character, because now Luke has been re-roboted. Right. And so now it's brother versus brother. And as you said, it's like, oh, maybe that if this was the script that they were pitching Jean-Claude, he was like, oh, no, I'm not going to be a bad guy. I'm a good guy or right. nothing. Yes, which yeah. I figure that makes sense. Which is dumb because all all heroes must play a villain at some point in their career. Right. It's it's just the path that one must take. I I, I will never understand the ego on people who think that mm-hmm. that they can't play a villain. Like people be stoked to see you just fucking rip it up. Just go for it. Yeah. Like when Van Damme was like, "Oh, he's gonna be the bad guy in Expendables 2, I was like, "Fuck yeah, let's do this." Now Expendables two fucking sucks. Yeah. But mm-hmm. still, that was a draw. That was like, okay, shit, yeah, let's do this. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so there's a lot of they hide and then they get caught 
and then they're they're being menaced, and then for absolutely no reason, Luke Devereaux just decides, nah, none of it took, none of the memory stuff took, and yeah. he's instantly on their side again. Yeah, it's real dumb because like there's there's very little like interaction. Like she's talking with Eric Devereaux, and it's like, oh okay, they're palling around, they're going to be a thing, mm-hmm. and then like they're getting menaced because they they immediately get caught like before they even get out of this facility. Yep, and then it's like they're being held at gunpoint, and he just has this like. They're in the next room. The universal yeah. soldiers are in the next room just watching this. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he just says, no, no more, and just gets up and, you know. Yeah. So it's like, okay, now it's universal brothers are going to be against the other universal soldiers. Yeah, you would think. But what happens is that they are instantly separated. And now the new brother that we just met is now caught by them. And now Luke and the reporter, Veronica Cor- Corningstone, are on the run again. You're just like, what the fuck was this? Yeah, it's it's. It's a broken ass movie. It, it it's like they have plot points on a dartboard, and they're just like, "We need something to happen here," and they just throw it. Yeah. Now uh, along the way, like people are getting murdered and taken out in this command thing. Like Gary Busey basically ends up taking over command of all of this. Sure. It's it's a whole dumb thing because it's like he's ex military, but now he's like the liaison to Burt Reynolds' sh- shadowy character. Which, by the way, they never show him in full frame. Like you know, I mean. We know because we saw it in the credits, and it's Burt fucking Reynolds, even doing his dumb Irish accent. It's like it's obviously Burt Reynolds, yeah. But it's like they go out of their way to like never show him. Like it, it, at first, it's like it's just him in full silhouette. You see his hand, and then it's like okay, now you get his mouth moving and a little bit of mustache, and it's like, and then by the end, it's like full face reveal. Guess what? It was Burt Reynolds the whole time. It's like what? what? Yeah. Um, can't imagine the six people watching this on the movie channel in 1998 were like, "Oh my god, it's Burt Reynolds." <laughs> holy shit yeah fresh from mystery alaska (laughs) um but yeah eventually they do get away and are all hanging out together like the two brothers and her they get away and they (sighs) the two of them have stolen an rv from some like greenpeace people or something and they pick up a hitchhiker and they don't get the brother until they like gary Busey. this movie spends a lot of time on a runway where like Gary Busey is called in like some terrorists and he's going to sell them some universal soldiers. Yeah, because at some point it's like comes out like one of the tech people is like, wait, we're not government sanctioned. We're mercenaries. And I think it's like the military guy ends up shooting. It's like we're mercs or whatever. And he's like, yeah. And I'm not down with that. Yeah, because because there was there was a point where they sent out two of the universal soldiers after Luke and Veronica. But then it was like they're firing guns on a on a U.S. highway, and they're like, no, this is supposed to be covert. Get them the fuck back in here. Yeah. They've got a tracking thing in his leg. Like, just let him go. We'll find him again. Yeah. And then we get a recreation of that scene where she has to, like, pull the thing out of his leg, and he does the exact same, like, bend over and look at her, like, you know, Jim Carrey through his ass style. Yep. You know, like, you know, just like, it's like, it's the same, yes. like, exact same recreation of that for, for no reason. Yep. Um, but yes, they take this RV, they pick up this, like, hitchhiker dude. I like that they're like, Hey, how would you like to make a hundred bucks? You know, and then he's like, no weird stuff gets in the van. And then it's like, it's not until they're like almost at the airfield. And it's like, all right, let's talk about how we're going to earn this hundred bucks. It's like, this guy got in the van and went like a hundred miles with them. They have a sing along. Yeah. They just, they spend a yeah, lot of time yeah, chatting this guy. Th- up. This guy's got a guitar and yeah. then like robot dudes. Like I am singing along. I know bits of this song. Yeah. It's, it's all real done. And then like right before they pull in and like, Hey, you want to discuss how we're going to make that hundred bucks? It's like what? No, like yeah. this guy got in the fucking rv without that discussion also there's no way when they offered him 100 bucks they knew what their plan was going to be no because they they draw it up when they get to this airfield or like what do we do yeah and they're basically like they have this guy go drive in 
you know, and drive around because I guess they called in and said like, "Hey, we're coming in" or something. Because the, the tracker shows them approaching. Sure. Okay. Even though he pulled the tracker out of his like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know either. But like, this guy drives around and is just like, I don't know, I'm just lost or something. Ha ha. And Gary Busey's getting increasingly angry at this guy, like he's going to shoot him. And he's like, Oh no, problem with the fan belt, can't drive. Which gives them time to like sneak out and rescue Eric. Yeah, they get the brother. Yeah, and they load him up, and then they all drive away as the RV gets pelted with bullets but none of them do anything right and eventually the hobo guy is driving they get a fair way down the road and he's just like fuck this you can keep the hundred bucks i'm out of here and he leaves and and then they just drive to a bar yep they drive to a bar in america sure it's now okay at some point they also had to stop like i think it's before they go in the bar oh yeah they're parked outside they're parked outside the bar and they're like uh we We are hot we must hot and cool down and so they hide in a little bats blue truck yep and a fine American beer. Yeah. And then so it's like they're they're drinking beer and talking about how beer can fuck you up. And yep. and the guy who's apparently they, they, they go out of their way to say Eric was a candidate for the Universal Soldier program. It never took. No, so so he was so, just cryogenically frozen. So somehow, yeah, he's been alive since 1959, but doesn't have any like they just never bothered to put him in, put him any goo in him. And also like he had, you know, it's he stuck in 1959. Yeah. So he's saying things like swell and she's like, we don't see swell anymore. And he's like, doesn't understand there's twist off beers and all this kind of stuff. And then eventually they're just like, fuck it. We're going inside this bar and they play pool and hang out and become brothers for half a second. Well, so she, okay the lady lo- veronica locks them up in the beer truck and then she's like i need cigarettes and then drives away somewhere not that she, she could probably get cigarettes in the bar mm-hmm. but whatever so she drives away and that's what lets them bond over beer and and give a surgeon general warning about drunken driving or whatever she comes back goes to let them out and they've already escaped the back of the van and she's like oh no where are they and then we cut to the inside of this bar and you're like, please let them be doing drunken robot karaoke or and then it shows people line dancing. And you're like, please let them be doing drunken robot line dancing. They're not doing that either. They're just in a corner playing pool. Yep. Fuck off. Yep. Yeah. I, that, that's the thing is like, if you're going to make a bad movie, lean into it. Like, yeah. like, do, like, what are you doing? Like, do the dumb shit that like you, you shouldn't do if this was a proper Universal Soldier sequel. Mm-hmm. Lean into the fact that you're making a dumb direct-to-video sequel and do all the things that would at least make it funny and entertaining. Yeah. But instead, it's like, nope, they're playing pool. And again, he's back to full-on robot mode. Like, I don't... This, the, I hate to say it, but like, there's so many examples of why this is a bad movie. But I think my crowning example of why this is a bad movie and they did not give a fuck is... They take the time to show them playing pool, mm-hmm. and then Luke, like, you know, he's like, just here, like, Eric breaks, and then is like, here, give it, give it a try, and he just takes, Luke takes the stick and goes, and just shoots the pool ball right into a hole, and he's like, I did it, and he's like, well, no, that's not exactly right, he's like, <laughs> he's like, you know, you're supposed to hit another ball. Now, they cut to a shot where now Eric, who's not the robot guy, yeah. is like, this is how you do it, shoots a pool ball hits another ball but it just like bounces off one of the boards and no, i think luke did that hmm? I, I think eric showed him a regular shot and then luke took his turn and luke was the one who fired the ball into the popcorn no no no, no 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 i'm saying he he's like luke again yeah. robot luke yeah is like thinks he understands how pool works and just shoots the cool cue ball right into a, a hole right and then he's like no that's not how it works he's yes. like you got to hit another ball mm-hmm. there is a shot where eric the not robot right takes the, he hits the cool cue ball into a ball mm-hmm. which doesn't go into a pocket it oh, just right. it just bounces just like, oh, it just like this. it just bounces yeah. off a rail and yeah. then and he's like like that and it's like 
No. Right. How fucking hard is it to show at least one decent pool shot yeah. and it make a ball go in the hole the right way? But this movie gives so little fucks that it's just like, good enough. Yeah. You hit another ball. Hit that, ball. That explains how pool works. You're right. And I'm, I'm like I said, there's there's a bajillion examples of, of how this movie is bad. Mm-hmm. That was just like, fuck you. Yeah. Like, like that, that is the simplest goddamn thing to do mm-hmm. is to make one good pool shot. But you're like, you give so little of a shit that it's just like, yeah, fine. He didn't actually hit it, but that's fine. Just yeah. just move along. Next yeah. shot. Yep. <laughs> anyway, but like, but, yeah. And then there's shenanigans because like he goes to try to shoot again and like launches into a popcorn machine and right. then everyone's like looking and then like, I, I don't know why there's like way too hot a waitress for being in this place, like walking around these like Hooter shorts. And then they have a whole thing where it's like, holler if you need anything. He's like, and then they start wolf calling her, uh-huh. which she's like, oh, that's cute. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and then the bad guys show up. They do. Yeah. They just like. Yeah, the remaining Universal Soldiers and Gary Busey show up. Yeah, and they, they grab Veronica outside and have her at gunpoint, and there's Busey menaces her first. Actually, he, he accosted her in the women's bathroom, which was just yes. funny to me, because he just pops up behind her and is like, hey, I'm in the ladies' room, <laughs> and then, like just grabs her. And I don't even remember this happening. Like, if this was a shot, I must have just temporarily gone bl- you know blind from bad moviness. Yeah. Um, and because they end up shooting Eric. They shoot Eric, and like he's dead in the bar, and I didn't even remember. I was like... At a certain point when they were fighting and whatnot, I was like, hey, where's Eric? Apparently they shot him in the chaos and I just didn't even register. Nope. Because. Uh, yeah, because uh, Luke is outside fighting one of the soldiers. Yeah. The lady is fighting Gary Busey uh, and mostly kills him. He's going to Alexander Gudnoff at the end here, but she knocks him over a glass barricade and he falls onto the dance floor and mm-hmm. is yeah. supposedly dead. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Luke is outside beating the fuck out of this other Universal Soldier, kicks him in the robo balls a few times. Mm-hmm. I, so like they, she and Luke reunite outside, mm-hmm. and that's when Busey runs out screaming, and he has to shoot him, and shoots him like six times in the chest, and then he kind of acts like, "How dare you?" and then dies. Right. And then they go inside, and it's like, "Oh, yeah, Eric's Eric's shot. been shot," and. I Luke seriously just doesn't understand this. Yeah. He's, he's like a four year old who doesn't understand death. And he's just like, hey, wake up. Yeah. So let me spray my, you know, universal soldier right. Windex on there and yeah. he'll be fine. And he, she's just like, he's not like you. He he didn't get universal soldiered. He, he's dead. Mm-hmm. And he just kind of puts his chin on the dude's chest. It just kind of goes. <laughs> he does. <laughs> that is actually exactly what he does. Yeah. The other thing is, I should note is that. Both both of them, both Luke and Eric Devereaux, yeah. are constantly duck facing through this whole fucking thing. Yeah, it's weird. Like, like like really bizarre. Like every time they cut away to Luke, he is duck facing. Luke and, looks like he has resting duck face. Like uh-huh. he just can't help it. Well, and well, I mean, Eric's not much better because he's Eric like, does it on occasion for no real purpose. Yeah. But it's just like this must be a family character trait. Like there's there. It's so weird because like at a certain point, like. He looks like like when he's in cryostasis, he looks like a buff Elon Musk. Yeah, because he's just doing this weird duck face thing. And then like he just he he morphs into like four different people throughout whatever angle they end up shooting this guy. Yeah, the, the Wincott guy. He, he never looks the same. But, and, but, but my, my he theory never has this haircut in any other movie no. either. So he just looks strange. Yeah. But my theory was is that Devereaux actually means duck face in French. 
because of how much they're doing. Checks out. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. And then, but yeah, he's just like, oh, pff, my brother's dead. Right. And then they walk outside and start leaving, and it's just like, movie's over, basically. Like, kind of. They, they do the reveal of Burt Reynolds, right. who. Who's, oh, he's the deputy director yeah, of the CIA. They, they, he, like, he's sitting in a chair blabbing about, we, you know, get everybody back together. And the camera pans down and shows he's the deputy director of the CIA. Uh, basically, it's just Eric is going to get Universal soldiered. Mm-hmm. They're going to, you know, build up their ranks again. And the movie ends with them taking the briefcase of diamonds that Gary Busey had stolen. And they- Oh, yeah, because we, we skipped over that. Like, so they reveal that they're mercs. The one guy's like, hey, we're not mercs. We're doing this by the book. And, he's, and Gary Busey's like, nope, murder you. I'm in charge now. Mm-hmm. So he gets commit like. I only want to point this out because this is this might be the dumbest scene in the movie because I know it's skipping back, but like he's he's been given vocal command of the Universal Soldiers, which was apparently a thing. They were programmed into only listen to this one guy, and Gary Busey's like, "Nah, you're dead, blame." Yeah, and um, it's me now. And then so they're bringing in the Asian Dawn, <laughs> this terrorist story. If we're gonna keep making diehard references. Sure, <laughs> I've read about it. That's fine. <laughs> Uh, but no they like this plane lands and like three you know like like these two asian twins like big bodyguard dudes come out and then like this other asian guy gets out and you know skippy mccrack the the <laughs> the scientist dude who's just like he sort of looks like ted Raimi. like <laughs> he's yeah. just like he's like he's in the army but like he's just like God, this thing. He's like, oh, that's like long duck dog or whatever. Like, I don't know. Just he's a famous terrorist, and Gary's beast. He's like, yeah. What did you think? Like, yeah. we're mercenaries. Yeah. We're gonna work for whoever. And they do this whole thing. Like, they have to give him the the show and tell like demonstration of like what a universal soldier is and that they're you know impenetrable. And then the guy's like, yeah, okay, hundred million dollars, fifty fifty at front and fifty later. And he produces this itty bitty tiny little briefcase. Or like, there's no way there's fifty million dollars in there. And then it's like, there's it's, also nothing. In it. And then he, yeah, <laughs> he opens up and it's like it's nothing. And all of a sudden, like somebody else hands him a bag and he yeah. goes, dump. And it's it's diamonds. It's, right. it's fifty million dollars worth of diamonds. And sure. he's like, and, and then for no reason, Gary Busey goes, I guess this means we're engaged. And he's like, yes, till death do it, or no, for, for better, better or worse. worse. And then he's like, yeah. Well, he takes the diamonds. He goes, I guess it's worse. And then he's like, the, guy, the Asian dude's like, what? And then he, he turns to the Universal Soldiers. He goes, hey, why don't you annul this marriage? And they light these people up. They yeah. just murder them. I have no idea why they program that into these dudes. And then this guy's like, the the you know, the <laughs> skipping the crack scientist guy is like, what? And he's like, you really think I was going to work with this asshole? Come on. Yeah. And then, and, but... So, like I said, a conversation had to happen between Gary Busey and the Universal Soldiers where he's like, I'm going to make this whole marriage like <laughs> analogy when I'm working with this guy. And when I say annulled, murder him. Okay. <laughs> you got it? All right. Cool. So, I hope this works out like I want it to. Like, I hope he says something like better or worse. I hope he takes the bait. I hope he says for better or worse because I want to make like a, a worse reference. So, when I say annul, murder him. You got it? Okay, good. Let's go. Because if he didn't bite and I just say annul this marriage, that's he would, be, he'd that's be like, gonna, what? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Whatever. You guys are with me, right? <laughs> All right. You guys got my back, right? All right. Jesus. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, the movie's over. But yeah. I just wanted to jump back to that point where they they have these diamonds. But yes, they are walking by like the POW MIA. Never like, forget. Never forget guys in Washington, yeah. and they like dump the dump the diamonds on him with the note inside. This is we didn't forget. Yeah. We Here's didn't. Some diamonds. I mean, we did forget when the Vietnam War was. Yeah, we totally forgot that. Yeah, but but we, but never forget. <laughs> Eleven nine. Never forget. Right. <laughs> And then they just they walk down the street in <laughs> Incredible Hulk style. Yeah. And uh, just, yeah, TV movie credits happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Yeah, it's bad. Oh, also, like the other thing that should be noted about this, um, during the opening credits, when it gets to the music credit, there's like six people credited with doing the music on this. And then you quickly... There's like two people and then two corporations. And then you understand why. Because nobody could decide what the fuck the soundtrack for this movie was going to be. So early on, you get... Like when when um, Gary Busey is landing and the ra- three random soldiers are in the quarry mm-hmm. and when he murders them, mm-hmm. you get Norman Greenbaum's Spirit in the Sky. And you're yeah. like, wait, what? Like, How they get this? Like you got a licensed song? Yeah, it's weird. It doesn't really fit with the scene, nope. but uh, okay. <laughs> and then... Everything else is not <laughs> licensed. Well, there's like there's I think there's like one Biff Naked song. And yes, it's like, there's, there's a Biff Naked yeah, song. Yeah, but I'm saying like of, everything else is like oh that's almost this kind of music. Yes, but every it, song that starts we immediately started singing another song. <laughs> yeah, well there was one that we said like oh is this refuse because it's like it's, it's Canadian discount, garbage. Yeah, it's can, <laughs> Canadian garbage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean like when so when Veronica is going through the cryogenic lab where she's like opening freezer doors and there's just a tray of eyes in there mm-hmm. and just like here's where all the teeth are it's playing like this coffee house like men suck song and it's like this shit doesn't fit at all none of it fits it's all like here's some country boogie bullshit and and you know it's just like now the chase music is dead dead you know and it's just ah there's the, a there's a, uh, a one explosion that happens that sets off the blue damn you yeah blue damn you yeah blue damn you mm-hmm yeah. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Uh, but yeah. It's it's a it's a bad movie. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's gonna get one to five bags. Yeah, <laughs> it's bags of trash. Uh, uh, that's refuse. Yeah. Canadian garbage. I you know I just I I don't think this ever happens that we do this where you know last the our previous movie John Wick Chapter Three which was a special occasion but still that was a that was a five jacks movie I don't think we've ever had a hard flip. Um back to back i don't think that happens very often but it's happening this week i'm giving this five bags because it fucking sucks and i never want to think about it again i don't want to see another frame of this i'm almost angry that we have to watch the third one we cannot watch the third one but also we have to watch the third one mm-hmm. uh but holy god this this is fucking trash it is absolute trash it is it is cheap it is lazy and it sucks mm-hmm. there you go um i i'm a little torn because I can't quite give it five bags. I'm going to give it four. Okay. You know, but, but here's why. All right. Like, there are a couple things that actually made me kind of laugh. And yeah, we, me and, too. And we had some fun watching it. We did. So this wasn't one of those, like, silent, like, I hate the world five bag experiences. Like... No, it's that we weren't, like, hitting our head against a wall, like, this fucking sucks. We we were managing to have some fun, but... I know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm giving this a four bags with a big old star, because I'm saying if you watch this by yourself... It is a five bag movie. It yeah. is fucking terrible. You're going to hate yourself. But if you can bring someone along and make the jokes at the right time, there are actually one or two things in this movie that are super unintentionally funny. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't give the, the filmmakers any credit for actually making them happen. It's just the way people react to certain things yep. is bad. Yep. That there are a couple things that made me laugh that it was not a like excruciating five bag experience to me. Mm-hmm. If you watch it by yourself, it will be. Yes. That. The movie's biggest sin uh, is that I look. I understand people have to eat, okay, mm-hmm. and I understand you hire people for for name recognition and stuff like that. But I, I I don't understand why you hire somebody like Gary Busey, and this applies to Soldier also, where they they literally could be played by anyone with a pulse like there is it, Gary Busey's bringing nothing to this role because there is nothing for him to do 
Mm-hmm. Like just nothing. Like this could have been anybody. Who cares? Yeah. It, the the busy fun we had with this was us doing it ourselves. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like yeah. anytime we did like a recreation of Busey in a scene in the podcast that you've just heard. That that is not that is ten times more entertaining than it appears in the film itself. The closest he gets to like what our our imitation of Abusey is is when he accosts her in the women women's yes. room, and that's only because he gets weird and kind of grabby and stuff like that. And yeah. it's just like hey, you, like he says something like you smell good, yeah, and it's just like that's like the only Buseyism that he throws in. It's like, like oh, here's actual Busey is yeah. here. <laughs> it's like oh hey, you yeah. you the actors actually smell good right now, and yeah. oh yeah, it's camera rolling. Oops, <laughs> <laughs> all right, just go with it. I'm Busey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it. I, man. Plus, there's Doctor Walker, so it, we had some fun sorry, with that. There yeah. was a lot of Doctor Walker. Like I, that guy is just. I, I don't know who he is, but like <laughs> he just looks like Eric Clapton, like Latter Day. You yep. know, like kid fell off the building. Eric Clapton. <laughs> Tears uh, in heaven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I fucking terrible. I know. Yeah. That era. Yeah. <laughs> Eric Clapton is accurate. We just didn't have to describe it in such a way. <laughs> I just chose to. But now to. you automatically know what he means. I chose to because I'm terrible like that. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> also, this movie is terrible, yeah. so let's never speak of it again. Okay. Uh, I mean, we will have to when we talk about Universal Soldier 3. Right. In the next weeks and months when it comes back up, which it will because we've got four more of these things to get through. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway... The reason this movie happened is because of patreon.com slash BMFcast, because not only is that where you go to donate, which if you're listening to this now is <laughs> is how you got it, mm-hmm. uh, but that's where we run the poll every week where you get to, we thematically kind of link some movies together and then you get to pick them and then we go from there. Right. Uh, so that's what you guys voted for. Thanks a lot. Uh, I, well, because now is subjective to when the person is actually listening. Is it? If you're listening in June 2019, <laughs> then, then you are listening via being a patron. Sure. Of the Patreon. Right. Um, if you're up to date. Yeah. If it's if it's December months. 2020. <laughs> I don't know how time works. <laughs> Who knows? But uh, this the access to this show only costs a dollar. And we so love doing it. Uh, even when we have a movie like this, this is rare. Like usually we the extra movies are screened to where we figure there will be varying levels of jocks yeah i mean we even dip our toes into something that could almost be a good movie sometimes because we're like hey we want to watch this thing that's actually pretty good that somehow got 14 sequels yes so like that's why we've watched things like the poseidon adventure and iron eagle the first and you know things that are considered real movies we're like well shit we have to watch this because right we got to get to the other yeah things that things that we know we want to watch all of them but on Bamcast Prime, it would never happen because right. we do dumb theme months and everything like that. Right. So, yeah, there's like seven of these. You got to get through two and three to then say those never happened. But mm-hmm. with if they didn't have Busey and Burt Reynolds in them, I would have said, you know what? Fuck it. Those who cares? Yeah. But because they were in it, I was like, we need to at least see what this is, because if we just skip past Busey movies, what the hell are we doing? Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we know. Um, so. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you for voting. Thank you for all the things you do. Uh, we hope you enjoyed our pain this week because that's apparently when we're really popular is when we hate ourselves <laughs> for what we've done. Uh, so anyway, we'll be back next week with another movie. Uh, until then, I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And this is Bavcast Extra. Out. <laughs>